0: Trendsetters. Oh, welcome to episode 620 of the Smooth Podcast. My name is Tim Egg. And if you have a question for the show, don't hesitate to jump on through to the website trainsmooth.com or send me through an email, Tim, at trainsmooth.com. Now, I uh, was selling my little Granny Mobile car the um, the other the other day and I thought I'd just stick it up on Facebook Marketplace. Two and a half grand, probably go down to two grand. The car's A1 mechanically. This is going to be an easy, good, quick sell. No issues at all. God's sake! Yeah, I. Jeez, I got hammered with stupid comments left, right, and centre. To you know, I don't know what most what you know the average person considers what they would get for a two thousand dollar car to, to me I, i'm if i'm looking for a you know a good cheap runaround two thousand dollar car i'm not expecting much i'm just expecting you know just just a, a car that's still mechanically good i get and then it's what i wrote i was very honest with um everything on especially in tasmania you've got to be honest with everything it's a small it's a small place um the amount of people that sent me messages does it come with service log. Does it have? have um, does is the paint faded? Is there this and is it that? Is it? Um, will you take a thousand dollars for it? I didn't even. I, I did, right I just sent them a, a laughing emoji on that one. Um, will you? Will you um, swap a boat? Will you? All these stupid things, and I'm getting fed up with it all, I was just cracking it, I had one person come over, and they go, "Whoa, oh, the paint's faded here, oh, there's a chip there, there's a ding there, a little ding there, Whoa," oh. and I, I had to cut him off, I said, like, it's 20 years old, mate, and he go, "Whoa, oh, yeah, it's getting on, Whoa." Oh. I'm thinking, what do you expect, it's and I'm, so I end up just saying, I'll be inside if you need me, mate, go take a for a drive, and he didn't end up buying it, but, um, just kept getting all these stupid messages, so I had to update my little article. We've frequently asked questions. It's, it's a twenty-year-old car. It's I will not accept a dollar under. I'm fi- I'm fixed at this two thousand-dollar price. Don't ask for anything under. Don't ask me for a swap. Well, I kept getting people saying we you accept a four-wheel drive for a swap, and and we take fifteen hundred. And I just it was a it was annoying as hell. Anyway, I got rid of it and. Um, to a kid who's just just about to get his learners. So, perfect car for him. Anyway, I can understand why car yards offer just next to nothing for their trade-in vehicles because um, I I feel like I probably would have accepted a $500 trade-in from Toyota if they... Just so I didn't have to put up with that crap. That was It was just ridiculous. Anyway, uh, today's question comes from Gregory, who has sent me through 355 questions, which that's what I like. I like you guys sending in your questions. Um, he writes, do you see the benefits of doing my daily sessions in the swim, bike, run order? So what I think think he means as if he's got a three sessions um, that day. Should he be doing it in the swim Followed by the bike, followed by the run, and and that's the theory I'm going off. If that's what you mean by that, so and that will depend. And the answer to that is depends greatly on what you're trying to achieve out of each session and the day. So, um, is it a race simulation? Well, then yes, I'd be looking at doing the swim, bike, run um, in that in that order. If it's um, you're going to be doing a session in the morning, a session in the you know lunch after lunch or before lunch, and another session at night. Um, then it goes to the question of what's um, what are the benefits of each session you're trying to do? Uh, do you have two hard sessions um, and then one easy session? And if that's the case, I'd probably consider putting the easy session in the middle. So, for instance, if you have um, a hard bike and a hard run and an easy swim, I'd probably be doing, let's say, the um, hard bike of a morning, an easy swim in the middle of the day, and the hard run at night. Um, so, it, it, there, there's many ways to skin a cat there, but, and, and it also goes to what's going to work best um, for your available training time and your family's time. Um, it's easy for me to say um, should do your swim in the afternoon when that's going to be ha- have a negative impact on the family so now the answer to that is it's got to be done in the morning so it it depends greatly and not only that date depends greatly on what's going on in the week um, and what's following it it's a little bit, little bit to consider but um I would consider looking at what you're trying to achieve out of each session, out of the day, and what are you trying to achieve, achieve, and what are the goals are within each each session, um, and then you work your way around through that. That that that's probably the the best answer. Um, yeah, if it's. And you, you've got to—it's—it's got to make sense as well. Um, there's no no point, um, you know, d- doing three threshold three session, threshold sessions in in one day, and they're all scattered all over the place. Um, if it's like, yeah, yeah it, it's all got to make got to make sense. So, if, it goes back to my little theory um, when I write an athlete's program. I'll actually write it on a blank piece of paper first. So I'll, I'll, I'll have on top, um, yeah, M-T-W-T-H. So I'll just write Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, the initials of the week. And then I'll t- write, um, you know, S for swim, B for bike, R for run, um, R-T, a W-T for, for it's an indoor training, uh, training session, uh, like a wind trainer um I'll I'll draw like a little star if that session's going to be a key session it's got to make sense on the piece of paper for me before I even do it actually onto the program so it's got to blend nicely it's like it, you hear some coaches say that it's like making art like art um, coaching and I can understand why they, um they they would say that because it's got to look um good on a piece of paper before you actually write the actual what's in the session itself um, what does that week going to look like and loading up you know putting a gym session three days in a row um, may not be optimal and all of a sudden you've got 10 days between the next <laughs> between the next gym session so I, I like to have things spread nicely out throughout the week and I like things um, to flow. And it's all got to make sense. Once it makes sense on that piece of paper, what everything's going to be, now I can start writing what that session actually is going to be. And and to do that, you've got to look a lot a lot more forward. You got to look at where the where the athlete is now. You got to look at where the athlete wants to be at that race day, the time frame, the perform. The, there there is a performance gap there, and now you can start filling that in. You think all right, in, you know, a month, one month out from that race i'll you know ideally we want to be doing this two months out three months out um and then you can start penciling in that session so you can try and um optimize everything ready for race day um so I've got, i think i just veered off a little there, but yeah it, it, everything yeah i think i've said enough so uh, just, i'm gonna quit while i'm ahead if you guys have Any other questions, jump on through to the website, trainsmooth.com. Until next episode, hooray.